is back. The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. We have had so much quick growth over the last decade that we were able to add a seat. Other states, New York, West Virginia, are losing seats. It's going to be somewhere along the I-4 corridor. The question is where, of the 11 Democratic districts, five are on the I-4 corridor. So if the Republicans are going to gain, it has to be here. All right, that is UCF's Jim Clark talking about... The new Florida maps. This much we know. We're going to have a new map for congressional districts next year. Question is, what exactly does that look like? Now, we had had a number of Senate proposals that have already been advanced. And one of the very big surprises, or at least seemingly it was taken as a surprise, is not one of those Senate proposals took what would really be considered an aggressive crack at creating an additional advantage for Republicans in the state. House, they came out recently with a couple of maps, one of which, I mean, they were waiting for it. News media from your local South Florida news media to state media to the national media. Aha, there it is. We finally have one. We can use the G word, gerrymander. You have a lot of folks paying attention to one of the two House maps that was advanced that does take a bit of a crack at a couple of the Orange County Democrat-held districts currently. So what will be with these maps? Well, someone who has some expertise in this realm, former state representative, current Monroe County Commissioner, Holly Rothschild joins us. Good talking to you. How you doing? Good morning, Brian. How are you? Yeah, very well. And I am, uh, you know, walk with this stuff anyway. So, you know, I get kind of intrigued by the the whole process, uh, let alone with it where this story rolls. But what do you make of the maps that have been advanced by the state legislature so far? Sure. I think um, they, they seem, you know, obviously balanced. I think that they're the, with the passage of the Fair District um, Amendment uh, a number of years back, they, they have very stringent guidelines they have to follow. It's very hard to, uh, as you mentioned, gerrymander like back in the old days, uh, given the new constraints. And um, we've seen them in play a couple times now since the passage of of that amendment and obviously seeing it play play out live now. Um, you know, obviously the Republicans are in the majority party and so typically you would want to favor your party. If the Democrats were in were in charge, we would see something very similar. So um I've heard really good things, um, even from several Democrats and maybe not related to the congressional seats, but certainly to the, the state house and state senate districts. You know, Holly, one of the things that came to mind in this process, we saw last year how quickly things can change politically in this state. I mean, none more so than what happened in Dade. I mean, you, you take well, a look at the incredible turnaround in, in voting patterns from one general election cycle to the next, and that would be true whether you're taking a look at the 2018 midterms to the 2020 uh, you know, general election congressionally or in state um, races, or if you take a look at, uh, you know, certainly against 2016. I mean, there are vast changes. It doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. The Senate maps are kind of like, hey, you know, we're going to pretty much leave things as they are. We're going to add in another district that would be, you know, towards the west of Orange County, heading towards the, uh, you know, heading towards the Gulf Coast. 
It doesn't make more sense that way because, in part, you don't necessarily need to, quote-unquote, gerrymander to try to gain an additional advantage because it, it seems as though simply more Floridians are opting to vote for Republicans. Correct, correct. And, you know, more more people are, just as was mentioned in the beginning of this segment, you know, people are pouring into Florida in spades, uh, coming from New York, coming from from democratically run, uh, you know, communities. And because of the leadership and, quite frankly, the conservative leadership that Florida has been experiencing in the, you know, the last whatever, you know, dozen years or so. But um, it really comes down to a numbers game, just like you were mentioning. Um, you know, the, the seat that we're, we're talking and discussing right now is focused on a very, very urban and very populated area there in central Florida. That, that you know, community is, is growing as well. And so I think rightfully so, the, the attention should be right where it is. And again, it's all about formulas, lines, populations, numbers, plugging in, you know, people, essentially, and we want to make sure that it obviously is balanced, um, that districts represent the communities that they are in, um, and, and making sure that, you know, one district isn't favored over another district. And I think that it's a very, I think it's a very fair process. Um, I think it's a very open process. If people want to have input, there's many, many opportunities. And, um, you know, the, the legislature is following its, its constitutional duty. Is your expectation that this will end up working through the legislature without the drama? Certainly, I don't anticipate what we saw 10 years ago, but do you anticipate that there'll be far less drama than perhaps has been uh, positioned ahead of what will be? I do, Brian, and I think folks are are yearning for that. They're yearning for um, balance. I think they're yearning for transparency and, and more faith in their government. I think people are calling for that. They want smooth elections. We don't want to have a repeat of, uh, I won't even mention it, the last one. <laughs> and, um, and they want guidance. They want to feel safe. They want to, you know, feel like their government is productive. And I think we're, we're seeing that right now. Well, Holly, it is a pleasure, as always, talking with you. And uh, we'll have to have you back soon. Tell us what's going on in Monroe as well. But appreciate the insight for the, uh, for the redistricting. Thank you so much, and happy Friday. Likewise. All right. That is former state representative, current Monroe Commissioner Holly Rosheim. Have Natalie in a trending story next year on the Bright Month Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.